Amen. Ain't that right? Tori, you want to hear from God, right? <laughs> My excited friend, Tori. Tori said, I'm always excited. I'll be listening. I'll be paying attention. <laughs> I'm always excited. All right. So uh, we have a new uh, teaching today. Uh, the guarantor. Um, and so let me just set, set a little groundwork and then we'll get into what God wants us to talk about today. Uh, so, so when you hear that word guarantor, guarantor is a person, organization, or a thing that guarantees something. Um, e- even, even that's the role of the police. The police are, uh, are guarantors of order. You know, they guarantee in a level of order. But it's a, it's, a, it's a backer, someone that's backing up something, you know, that's backing up. Let's look, at, look real quick at Matthew 18. We've talked about this in our Wednesday teaching, Days of Heaven on Earth. Might want to show up on Wednesday. Um, but uh, no, I was encouraging. I wasn't a rebuke. It's just encouragement. Uh, we have, we've been having a real good time on Wednesday. I was talking to Felipe. He said, man. That days of heaven on earth, man, I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> Felipe be keeping step with what we're doing here. Yeah, so um, uh, Matthew 18, 18. It says, uh, Verily I say unto you, that whatsoever you shall bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, and whatsoever you loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Another version says that, like, Heaven is backing up everything you do. <laughs> so if you bind something on, 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 on earth, heaven is backing it up. If you lose something on earth, heaven is backing it up. Basically, God is guaranteeing it, right? He's the guarantor. He's guaranteeing it. The guarantor is backing up what you bind and loose. And then we have a couple other scriptures you can write down. And uh, uh, I'll just, uh, for the sake of time, I'll just uh, share them with you. Hebrews 10.36 and Joshua 1.8. We're going to go to Joshua 1.8, but I'll discuss Hebrews 10.36 with you. So you can run over to Joshua 1.8 real quick. Because we're going to be talking about this guarantor, but he's already guaranteed some stuff. One of the things he's guaranteed is you have need of patience. After you've done the will of God, you might receive the promise. So, so he's guaranteeing that you'll get the promise. But you're going to have patience. It's after you've done his will. A lot of times we want the promise, but we've, we're skipping something, right? His will, right? And so, so he's guaranteeing that. So, so if I believe that he's the guarantor of his guarantee, that means I'm, I can do his will not thinking I'm going to lose out. So, you say, so sometimes you're tempted to what? Compromise because you think, well, doing his will. I don't know, Z, if I do this will... I might miss out on this fund at the expense of what? But if I trust the guarantor, I'm like, oh, I can do his will. Like, like some of us in here, you know, we got to have like a, you know, old school testimony day. You know, I just go to service on Tuesday nights and it was testimony service. You know, people just come up and get their testimony. We need an old school testimony service because we be getting all these conversations. People's like, man, I should have been doing this the whole time. Matter of fact, uh, uh, who's, who's we? We talking to y'all, wasn't we? He's like, man, I should have been doing this the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, well, what are they saying? Man, I could have been doing this will the whole time. Right? But now I see the guarantor is going to guarantee what he said. 
Especially all of the promotions and blessings that's just been flooding y'all, right? Yeah, and we we was talking about uh, we were talking about tithing the other day, wasn't we? Uh, and as Pastor Mel said, these are two people that are pressing in, so it wasn't like we called them to a meeting. You know, they press in to make sure they have a meet. <laughs> right? They, they be doing fine. Like, no, we need to meet. Right? So we'll meet with everybody as we talked about it on 915, you know. And so they were saying, like, at first, you know, they weren't tithing because it was like, well, I don't want to, you know, I ain't giving up that money. Right? Remember? And it's like, but we start tithing and God start giving us more money. <laughs> right? Should have been doing this the whole time. Is this how it worked? Right? Right, so the guarantor is gonna gonna guarantee what he said, right? 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 Ain't that right? What were you talking about yesterday? His words, right, Minister Sammy? You could have, you know, what's the topic? What was the topic yesterday? It was your topic. You could have what you said. No, it wasn't that. No, no, it wasn't that, man. That it was it was a it was a twist on that. But it was you have where my phone. It was, uh, you, uh... I thought it was, you can have what you say. Nah, that wasn't it. What you, what, you what you say is what you get. Yeah, there you go. What you say is what you get. That's it. That's it. It was your topic. <laughs> but, 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 but what he was talking about is not, is what you say that's in line with what God is saying. You can have what you get. You buy me and my words are buying you. You can ask what you will and it shall be done unto you. That's a guarantee. Right, right? The guarantee from the guarantor, right? And I told you to go to Joshua 1.8, and this is something else he put in the book. Look, look, he's just helping us out here. He's giving us all his guarantees, right? Look, this book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, right? But thou shalt meditate therein, this book, day and night, that thou mayest observe what's in it and do Right? And to do according to all that's written, what? Therein this book. It says, for then, after you meditate day and night, therein, and do all, observe to do all, to do according to all that's written therein, it says, then thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and then thou shalt have good success. That's a, he says, that's a guarantee. If you meditate on this, and what's there in the book, and observe to do what's there in the book, it says you'll be prosperous and have good success. The interesting thing is we want the prosperity and the good success, right? Now, prosperity is excluding everything, you're healing and everything else, but we don't want to meditate day and night. Sometimes we meditate in day, sometimes we meditate in a day, <laughs> sometimes we meditate night, sometimes we meditate in a night, but we want to be prosperous and successful. Something in us tells us that we could do it without the guarantor's way. And this is the thing, if you're gonna do it opposite of what God says, what's guaranteeing your success? What's backing it? <laughs> Uh-oh. Like, like y'all different, uh, some of y'all different, but see, I can't back my success. I ain't sweet like that, Mr. Sammy. I can't back my success, like, tr the, I have no confidence in me when it comes to that. All my confidence is in the backer. I done tried my way. <laughs> I tried all types of wheeling and dealing and hustling and all types of, oh, no, no, I think I'm just going to stick the way God does it. See, because what y'all have realized in, in this stage of y'all life, I realized a long time ago 
I just turned 57 the other week. But I realized a long time ago, wait a minute. And, and, and I was talking to my niece last night, and I said, uh, you know what? I, I always stop to assess what am I doing and what are the results that I'm getting. So I had to stop at stages of my life and go, hold on a second. This ain't taking me nowhere. This is not leading to fulfillment. I got to get off this train and try something different. And I did it to extremes. So, see, there's no temptation. I'm not walking through the grocery store and, a, and a, you got the liquor section, you know. You, you know. Yes. Beer, alcohol. See, you always got some, some, somebody going to jump in the sermon. It ain't no liquor section. You knew what I was talking about when I said it. But that's cool. We'll go. Uh, alcohol section. Well, I'm not going. I'm not sweating when I pass that aisle. Like, oh, got by again. Woo! They almost sucked me in. No, 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 no. Because I already did that. You see what I'm saying? I'm not, yo, we going out. We going to the club. I'm not going, bang. I got through another day. I almost went. No. No. I'm not going through the videos going, uh-oh. Sabrina, I, I, I got past the fast forward. They almost drew me in. No, 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 no. You know why? I did all that to extremes. And none of that was guaranteeing my fulfillment. But I got with the guarantor. And he's been sending me some guarantees. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? Like, like, I like, so, like, I'm not trying this. Like, he's been, he's honored everything he said. Actually, if you pay attention, everything he told the church, he's been honored. Everything. Y'all seen a little a New Beginnings flash? Been New Beginnings all over the place. About to be some New Beginnings we're going to tell you about. Right? He ain't just started. And, and we talked about this. Me, was it me and you? I, me and Felipe was talking yesterday. And uh, again, he pressed in. I didn't call. It was, he called me. And so we was talking about, like, if you can see it, like, we're, like I'm excited about what I see. But if you can see it, it's more. Because <laughs> God, you're going to find out, God does exceedingly abundantly above all you can ask to think. So we're excited about what we see coming. But you know it's more than that, right? Tori, it's more than that. Right? Listen, the guarantor has guaranteed it. <laughs> He's guaranteed it. All right, so uh, Joshua 1A, we read that. And let's go over here to 1 Corinthians 2. 1 Corinthians 2. Get all excited before I get to the message, right? Get to the point. Uh, we're going to start here in um, verse 4. Oh, this is great. But it says, and My speech and my preaching was not with enticing words of man's wisdom. Because, see, the enticing words of man's wisdom is what we call theories. Sounds good, but nothing's backing it. <laughs> right? It says, look, it says, But in demonstration of spirit and power, it says that your faith should not stand in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God, the guarantor. <laughs> See, so my faith is going to be in the guarantor. So, listen, I, every news report, every intellect, everybody can tell me anything. But the only person I'm listening to is the guarantor. Because the guarantor has given guarantees that he's backing. 
who's backing all the other stuff you do, you're thinking about doing? Right? Just I mean, just think about it for a second. You're going down this road because somebody told you this is a great opportunity. Right? Now, and they laid it out. It seemed, it was enticing. What's backing it though? See, see, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, all things will be added unto you. Right? Right? So if God is not backing it, uh, Pastor King said it last week, right? What did he say? He said, he said uh, what was it? Uh, go get your stuff. He says, but God better be sending you. Right? If God didn't send you, who's backing it? <laughs> right? Like, I'm not going if God, like, and I love Joshua. We just read Joshua. And so they, they, they Joshua and them, they go, to the, they, they go to the promised land, and God gave them specific instructions, but there was a, a, a crew, Achan and them, that took up the accursed thing. Uh, Joshua 7. And so they lost the battle. They was undefeated. So Joshua said, we could have stayed on the other side of Jordan because they had crossed the Jordan like they crossed the Red Sea, had opened up. He says, why go through all these miracles and signs and wonders for us to lose? So, so he came at God like, Come on, God. We could have stayed where we was and lost. God said, whoa, whoa, don't come at me crazy. Y'all didn't do everything I told you to do. I guaranteed your success, but I told you what to do. I told you not take nothing of them, not hang with them, not take of their stuff. No, because they'll corrupt you. And Joshua's like, I ain't take nothing. He said, yeah, but your boys did. And, and so they, they figured out it was aching in them. And once Achan and them got removed, they started victories again, right? The guarantees start sending them the guarantees all over again, right? So, so the thing is, you got to ask yourself, who's backing those decisions and choices, right? Who's backing it, right? All right, so your faith is not standing in the wisdom and the power of God. Now, let's go to drop down here to verse 9. It says, but as it is written, eye, is, eye has not seen the natural eye, nor ear have heard the natural ear, neither has entered into the heart of man, the natural man, the things which God has prepared for them that love him. But God has revealed them unto us by his spirit. The spirit searches all things, yea, the deep things of God. Right, so it's saying that it's kind of hard for us to them what God has prepared. That's why we compromise. That's why we sell out. That's why we'll take a moment of pleasure today at the expense of fulfillment tomorrow. Right? Because we don't trust the guarantor that what he guaranteed is going to come to pass. So when somebody offers you a bribe of pleasure today, you jump at it because you're like, this might be the last pleasure I ever had. It's almost like being desperate and jumping into a relationship. That ain't, that ain't designed to fulfill you. I was having another conversation with another niece yesterday. I've been on the road uh, talking to my family. Uh, my niece, is, she's out in California, so I was talking to her. I said, you know, I said, niece, sometimes we, we compromise. Like, like we, we change all of ourselves to be around people, right? But, but the thing is, if you have to change yourself, you know, then that person really don't love you. They love the compromised version, Right? Which you can't be that all the time. Eventually, you're going to kick in, right? right. <laughs> then they're going to be like, you breaking brand new. No, you actually being you. <laughs> right? And so I told her, I said, hey, that's your gauge, niece. I said, see, the person that, I said, the thing is, we, we trip because we sell out because we like, everybody don't like me. Well, everybody don't know you. Right. <laughs> 
the person that's supposed to be with you is looking for you. The real you. Right? Not the prefabricated, made-up version, right? Well, so that's what you want to be. I don't know how, why I got into that, but maybe somebody need to hear that today. Somebody in the house needed to hear that, right? Speak, Lord. Speak, Lord. Speak to us. Speak to us. Ah, yes, yes, yes. Thanks, wife, for that one. All right. So I have not seen or ever heard the end of the heart of man the things that God has prepared for us, right? But but God is trying to show us these things. Now, now let's go over here to Hebrews. This is going to be interesting because, again, we got this guarantor that has some guarantees for us. And why would you, you know how, and I know we like this because we've been trained not to trust people, right? So a lot of us are looking for guarantees, right? Right? But there's only one person that can really guarantee anything. That's God. Everybody else can tell you. Well, I mean, because you ever see a guarantee that has a clause? Okay, well, I'm guaranteed, but hey, hey, force of nature, stuff like that. Ain't nothing I can do about that. Like, it's always like a, you know, a little clause in there, Mr. Sammy. Like, eh, well, you know, I, I know I told you I guaranteed it, but hey, couldn't do nothing about this. But the guarantor, oh, his guarantees are unstoppable. <laughs> it's unstoppable, right? I said, look here, look here. And he tried to help us here. He tries to help us. Uh, we talked about this on Wednesday, but Hebrews 11.1, 1, it says, now faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. I, I just want to read this out of the Amplified for us. It says, now faith is the assurance, title deed, confirmation of things hoped for divinely guaranteed so so remember we talked about the faith lenses on Wednesday you put the faith lenses on it you'll see what's divinely guaranteed right uh, it says and the evidence of things not seen look the conviction of their reality faith comprehends as fact which cannot be experienced with the physical senses so you can't see it with the physical senses so if you feed your physical and it's the strongest voice in your life, you ain't even going to be able to see the guarantee. So you're going to what? Think worst case scenario, prepare for the worst, and normally you'll take a bribe. Or, or you'll, you know, later on in this chapter, it talked about Moses. Moses was like, now listen, I don't want the pleasure of sin for a season. Not the expense of my fulfillment. So Moses must have saw something beyond what was being offered to him. Listen. Moses must have saw something beyond what was being offered to him. What was, what was being offered to him was pleasure, was a throne, authority, clout. He was like, man, it's all looking good, but the guarantee is worth more. This may be pleasurable on the front end, but it's going to cost me on the back end. No, 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 no. I, I, I think I'm going to just stick with the guarantee. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Jesus must have saw something besides what was being offered to him. The kingdoms of the world. And, and remember, remember, before they, they, they start dogging him out, beating him senseless. Do you remember? They, they, Hosanna, Lord most high. They start putting down the palms. You know, Palm Sunday. It was that, that's where we got Palm Sunday from. You know, they wouldn't let the donkey ride, uh, walk, on, walk on the dirt. They had a, he had a seamless uh, uh, coat, a gown, seamless. The stuff was made like no other, fabric like no other. And they was treating him like a king. Everybody, it was like a ticker tape parade, like, like when they win the Super Bowl. 
everybody, Hosanna. He could have got caught up in all the hype. He was like, it's nice, but no, 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 no. The Bible says in Hebrews 12, he saw the glory that was set before him. He endured the cross because of the glory. So that means he saw beyond the cross to the glory. He saw beyond the temporary to the guarantee by the guarantor. Right? And so, so that he must have put on his faith lenses. When we talked about heaven on earth on Wednesday, right? He put on his faith lenses. He saw beyond. So he's like sometimes we have to see beyond the behavior of the people that we love. We got to see there's a guarantee that the eyes of their understanding will be enlightened. You have to see that. Ain't that right, Z? Why you got to see? Because we, uh, I was talking to another family member this week, and we was talking about everybody's in a process, how they, how they evolve. And I, I, I don't judge people because I was looking at some situations. I was like, well, I was there, and I'm here now because I have a sister that saw beyond where I was at and was believing in the guarantee that he meant for none to perish. That would include me. Somebody got to believe. Somebody got to believe in the guarantor. No matter how it looks. All right, so, so I don't want to skip. I just want to make sure I, I get to this. So, we, uh, of course, y'all know we've been looking at the, uh, we were looking for the new church building. And so when we found the location, somebody else, Pastor Mel was sharing this, somebody else, uh, they had already said they were selling it to somebody else. And again, we've been looking for buildings a long time. So all the other buildings, look, 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 all the other buildings, they almost said it like it was a guarantee. Oh, no, you can get this building. And they sold it to somebody else. This one, they told us, we're selling it to somebody else. But we walked in that building. She walked in it, and, and she'll, she'll attest this. I walked in, and she was talking to the pastor. My first thing I said was, oh, no, this is it. <laughs> and then while they was out, because y'all, we went to visit it, so y'all was in the foyer. While they was out in the foyer, I was in there praying over the pews and everything. I was claiming the building. And so, so she was talking to the pastor, and they was looking back at me. She said, oh, he's, he's, uh, he's calling it in. He's, he's, he's claiming this thing. <laughs> And then uh, at one point, we didn't want to come against the guy that was trying to get the building because if it was his building, we wanted him to have it. But then God said, no, that's your building. Remember? Because we, we was driving by every night. Some people was trying to follow us. I ain't going to say who. But we, we, every night we would leave the church. Every night we left, every, night, every, night we, every time we left this church, not every night, Sundays, Wednesdays, we were driving past that church, pulling in the parking lot, calling it in to Ayers Christian Center Church. You know why? Because the guarantor told us it was our church. And so, so we, we go to visit, and uh, uh, the lady's name is D. And so D comes out and says, oh, this is y'all building. And my wife said, huh? She said, this is y'all building. She says, yeah, you know. My wife said, yeah, but there's somebody ahead of us. Somebody. She said, who, Jesus? <laughs> then we came back another time and ran into her again. And she said, you said the same thing. And she said, who, Jesus? See, she heard something. She heard something from the guarantor. That's y'all building. And no matter how it looked, see, cause we, couldn't, we couldn't share everything with everybody. So the intercessors was praying just the fact that we was believing for a building, but they didn't have the details. 
Well, some of them have some supernatural insight, you know, and then some people are very curious. We won't say who. Y'all all know who I'm talking about. <laughs> Y'all know twisties. Y'all know who I'm talking about. But, but some people was believing, and, and, and the interesting thing is, but we kept, we kept driving by, no matter what. Even the day before they were supposed to tell us it was ours, they said, oh, the financing is good. Because Mrs. Curious over here, instead of waiting for the actual day, she called ahead of time. And, yeah. Anyway, so, so they was like, oh, no, they said their financing will be fine. This is the day before they're supposed to tell us. Well, they had, they had prayer the next day, and God told all those people, Bradley's, Bradley's, Bradley's. Because the guarantor said that was our building. Did y'all hear me? Yeah. Okay, all right. So, 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 I'm going to get to a point here. All right, so, <laughs> all right. All right, so, when the young lady said, who, Jesus? See, because God is the operator, Jesus is the administrator, and the Holy Spirit is the disperser stuff. So, Jesus has to actually make sure we get what's ours. And, 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 he, and he, he did it. He died to make sure if there was any debt that the, that the accuser of the brethren could accuse us of. Oh, no, 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 because he's accuser. In a, <coughs> excuse me. In a Revelation, it says he's accuser of the brethren. So, you know, you have, you have, a, you have a, a, a courtroom, so you have the, the judge, the guarantor sitting here waiting to pass sentence so you have uh the the prosecutor prosecutor that's the devil trying to accuse you of something but you have the defendant attorney which would be jesus right he's standing in the gap so the accuser is always oh no 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 you can't get that to them they don't even believe you look 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 at their works yeah they've been hearing the word but they haven't been doing it so he's always looking to go oh no you can't give them that Oh, they haven't done your will. So how are you going to give them the promises? There's things that we did that Jesus is sitting there going, like, uh, uh, objection, the blood. <laughs> Listen, he's going, objection. Oh, I paid for that. No, they owe this. No, 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 they don't. Objection, objection. And, and, and again, to us saying, objection sustained. <laughs> He's just sitting there as the blood. He's making sure we get what we need. Right? All right, so, so, so. Uh, all right, so let's go to uh, Mark 16. God had told me something. This is how this message came out. Uh, he sat me down and he said, uh, he said, Keith, I'm the guarantor of every word of mine that comes out of your mouth. He says, I'm the guarantor. And, and, he, and, and I had this conversation with him because we've been so busy with, you know, believing for a building, trying to sell a house in Ohio. Uh, you know, the different people that's been, we've talked about that's been in comas. And, and you remember my nephew, he, he wasn't walking at a time. And, you know, we just said somebody was just in the hospital uh, for, for brain surgery, like within, within a day or so. So all these different demands, we hadn't had time really to... Uh, put our hands on it or put our worry on it we've only had time to do one thing speak the word of God 
I told you the young lady called and the guy was in a hospital in Ohio in a coma. She said, hey, no, 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 no. I know y'all. Just speak the word only and he shall be healed. That young man's not in the hospital now. Not because we healers. Y'all already know we're not healers. Jesus is the healer. But Matthew 16. Mark 16. Mark 16. This is why God said he's the guarantor. Right here, uh, 16, I believe is verse 20. It says, and they went forth and preached everywhere. The Lord working with them, look, and confirming the word with signs following. Confirming what? Confirming the word. Basically guaranteeing that word. When God says, I'm a guarantor of every word that comes out of your mouth, he says, when you're speaking my word, I'm backing it. When you say, by my stripes they're healed, I'm backing it. When you said, I send every word to heal them, I'm backing it. When you say, I'll remove sickness from the midst of them, because that's what the Bible says, I'm backing them. He says, I'm backing them. When you decree a thing, it's established because I told you that. I'm backing it. Right? See, 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 this is the confidence we have in him. That if we pray anything according to his will, according to his word, according to what he says, he hears us. And we can have the petitions that we desire of him. He guaranteed it. So if you consume the world, what you saying? We, we talked about this yesterday, right, Minister Sammy? Yes. The Bible says out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speak. So if you just keep consuming the worst case scenarios, if you keep watching all the nightmares on TV, if every day all you watch is the news, which is designed to present to you tragedies, that's how they make money and get ratings. If you wake up and the first thing you do is turn on the news, what are you hearing? Worst case scenario. So when a situation comes up, what's going to come out of your mouth? Right. But if you consume yourself with the word, when you squeeze, just like a tube of toothpaste, what's coming out? What's in it? What's in it? You see what I'm saying? So if you're consuming yourself with the guarantor and his guarantees, when you squeeze, what's coming out? What God said. And it places a demand on him to work with his word with signs following. Right? He's backing it. Right? right. Amen. I, and uh, Isaiah 55. See, we actually have some guarantees here. You know, we can, uh, we can stop worrying, right? Amen. Because there's some guarantees from the guarantor. Look at it. Look at this. Uh, Verse 11, it says, so shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth. It shall not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please, and it shall prosper in the thing whereto I sent it. Drop, drop, drop back about 10 chapters to uh, Isaiah 46. Isaiah 46, verse 10, it says, declaring the end from the beginning, the be, uh, from the beginning, from the ancient times, the things 
that are not yet done, saying, my counsel, my word shall stand, and I will do all my ple- pleasure. It says, calling a raven is bird from the east, and a man that executeth my counsel, my word, from a far country, yea, look, this is God talking, yea, I have spoken it, I will also bring it to pass. I have purposed it, I will also do it. Yeah. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. See, I've spoken it. So once you, once you uh, keep me in remembrance of my word is what the scripture says. Rehearse the righteous acts of God. I said it. If you're speaking what I said, my word ain't returning to me void. It's going to do what I said it's going to do. Right? I said it. I'm going to do it. I purposed it. I will bring it to pass. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. See, we got to get to a point. The scripture says be still and know that I'm God. We got to get to a point where we know God. We know the guarantor. We know it's sealed. It's done. So now we're making decisions based on a guarantor, not based on theory, not based on feelings, not based on lust. We're making decisions based on what God says. See, we find ourselves in this cavern, in this stuck place because we lose sight of God. When we lose sight of the guarantor, now we operate as if things may or may not be guaranteed. And so now we're making optional decisions, no different than they did at that tree, right? You know, they, they started, they considered evil. So we're considering, so evil, yeah, you can do with your whole fire breathing, the horns and tail and all that, but evil is outside of God's will. Imagine the guarantor is guaranteeing something and you say, I don't trust him. Because you, you, you feel like that with your kids, right? You tell them something. And, and, and as far as you're concerned, this is going to happen. But then they make a decision as if they don't trust you. How do you feel? Just think about that for a second. I'll mean, I just, I give you a minute. <laughs> how, how do you feel? Thank you, sister. What'd you say? It hurt. So how do you think God feels? Because God is doing a whole lot more guaranteed than us as parents. We do the best we can to guarantee. I know I told you that, but something came up. No, 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 no. God is infinite in his wisdom. Right? Omniscient, omnipresent, omnipotent, all-powerful, all-knowing and everywhere. So God don't do things, ah, something came up. Nothing ever comes up with God. He's already calculated every possibility. <laughs> He's a guarantee. No, listen, listen, we got to get with him. Let's go to 2 Corinthians 1. 2 Corinthians 1. I didn't do this on purpose, but I guess it works out. This kind of connects with what we were talking about on Wednesday. Days of heaven on earth, right? So 2 Corinthians 1, and we'll hit here. Uh, we'll start at verse 20. It says, uh, for all the promises of God in him are yea and in him, amen, <laughs> unto the glory of God by us. Now he was established us with you in Christ the anointed one and the anointing, the man being Christ is a new creature, old things pass away, all things become new. Uh, and has anointed us is God, the guarantor. It says, who has also sealed us and given the earnest of the spirit in our hearts. So it's almost like, you know, you, you know how uh, we, we're, we're about to do the closing. So there's 
there's a down payment of twenty thousand. It's it's earnest. It's in a it's it's it's, it's sitting there. It's guaranteed that that money is going to be used to make sure we close the deal. <laughs> we we got better than that. We had the Holy Spirit. He sealed it. So so not only did he guarantee it with his word, he actually put the Holy Spirit in you to make sure you get it, <laughs> which I'll, I'll explain later. All right. So, so he sealed that Holy Spirit in our hearts, right? Let's let, uh okay. Let me see if I if I have this here. I think I do. Hold on. Hold on. Give me a second. I believe this is the Amplified. I'm going to give you Amplified in the message. It says, all his promises are yes and amen. For as many as, as are the promises of God in Christ, they are all answered yes. So through him, we say our amen to the glory of God. Now it is God who establishes and confirms us in joint fellowship with you in Christ. And who has anointed us, empowered us with the gifts of the Spirit. It is he who has also put his seal on us. That is his appropriated. That is he has appropriated us and certified us as his and has given us the Holy Spirit in our hearts as a pledge like a security deposit to guarantee the fulfillment of his promise of eternal life. So to guarantee some things, the message whatsoever God has promised gets stamped with the yes of Jesus in him that is what we preach and pray the great amen God's yes and our yes together gloriously evident God affirms us making us a sure thing in Christ putting his yes within us by his spirit he has stamped us with his eternal pledge a sure beginning of what he is destined to complete so 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 uh, uh, be confident in this very thing that he has begun a good work and you will perform it into the day of Christ Jesus. Philippians 1.6. Be confident the guarantor, guarantor started something, he's going to finish it. And then he goes on in, in Philippians 2. It says he'll work in you to will and to do his good pleasure. 1 Thessalonians 5.24 says he'll call you and also do it. Like he'll call you, hey, I need your vessel. Jump inside the vessel and do it for you. He's guaranteeing it's going to get done. That's why he gave us that his Holy Spirit. So we must learn to trust God. We must learn to trust God. Trust the guarantor. Proverbs 3, 5, and 6 says, lean not to your own understanding. First of all, your own understanding ain't guaranteeing nothing. And, and, and honestly, let, let's, let's be honest. Let's step back for a second. Let's take a step back, right? You know you got to step back to step up. If you're standing in front of a desk and you need to get on top of it, the easiest way is to step back to step up. Yeah. Right? It's kind of hard to step up on that desk and you right next to it. Mm-hmm. Right? So you got to step back yeah, to step up. Right? Yeah. Actually, let's step back for a second. We've kind of leaned to our own understanding at some point in our life. We, you think? Yeah. Can I get an amen? amen? Okay. All right, so... And we felt like what we leaned to was going to, oh, no, no, I'm just going to do it this way, work this out. God, I'll get with you in a second. But I'm just giving it, and, and it'd be fine. You felt like it, but it didn't. Now, in some cases, we accepted the responsibility of our cloudedness, leaning to our understanding to go in the wrong direction, or we'll just call it disobedience. We've accepted that. Some cases, right? 
man, I blew it. My bad, God. I don't know what I was thinking. All right. In some cases, we've been in denial, right? Well, it wasn't really, really a bad decision. I just did the bad decision the wrong way, right? And then in some cases, we're, we've, we're not only illusional, but we've crossed over into being what? Delusional. You, you know what delusional is? You're defending the illusion, right? And so now you're stuck in that place a whole lot longer, you know, instead of just cutting your losses. Okay, I'm going to say that again. Instead of just cutting your losses, right? Right? We've been in those situations. So what God is saying in this new beginning season, hey, why don't we start fresh with just trusting me on this one? Right? Because I'm guaranteeing what I've, what I've said. And if you watch my track record, I've honor, honored everything I've said. <laughs> right? So why don't you trust me? And, and I know it's tough because some of us have, have been in this, this uh, running on this wheel for a long time. Years. And then you felt, well, if I jump off the wheel now, then it was a bad investment. Hey, I'm newsflash. It was. So now that we got that out the way, you can jump off the wheel and get what God has for you. But the guarantor says this. Hey, all things work together for good for those who love the Lord and are called according to and harmony with his purpose. So as soon as we get back in harmony, God already has the reroute. As soon as we get back in harmony, God has to reroute to make sure you get what he guaranteed. As soon as you take the next best step from there, God has already worked it out, just like your GPS. Like, it just reroutes you. It, it don't spend too much time talking about, I can't believe you made that turn. It's an idiot. It's right there. Look, I told you. You got the little graph on you showing you the arrow. Like, man, what do you need? I even got the mileage. Look, I just told you, 500 feet. Why would you drive, past, drive like another mile? He said, but the GPS don't do that, do it? From where you are, it talks to you as if you never even made a mistake. It's still giving you instructions. Yeah. Yeah. And look, it'll say something like, oh, uh, just make a left at uh, uh, James Street. Even though you were supposed to make a left at Brown Street. You just skip that. It just tell you where you can make the next left. And then it says make a left at, at Main Street. And then it says make another left at Brown Street. It just turns you around by moving you forward. And so that's what God is trying to do. He's like, hey, hey, the guarantees are still there. I just need you to get off that wheel of your own understanding, of the pressure of what they are telling you. Of, well, I know what you're saying, God, but that's my boo. So, you know, I just rather me and my boo be together doing wrong than to be obedient to you doing right. We may both go down. And all the people that we're supposed to be ministering to and blessing, including our children, may go down with us. But at least me and my boo, we together. I'm not going to repeat that. She said, ride or. See, see, God is amazing. The, the tough part is you're not going to see how amazing he is looking back. God is amazing. And even if you, you're in the craziest situations, some of them seem in, in amount, insurmountable. But I'm telling you right now, the guarantor is amazing. 
But you won't see it looking back. You won't see it running back. Uh, Sabrina was saying today, you ain't going to see it staying where you are horizontal, right? You said you got to elevate. You got to move, right? Remember we talked about God moves, right? You got to make some moves. Uh, uh, interesting thing is you're not going to see it standing still. This is already in my notes, but you actually talked about this earlier, 915. Um, you're only going to see it stepping forward, taking the next best step from where you are, right? Remember, I, I will repeat it. We notice at the church, God loves us. And what? And his plan is always better than ours, right? Because he's the guarantor. <laughs> we got to understand God loves us. See, God is love. We have to work to love. Even though the love has been shed and brought in our hearts by the Holy Spirit. But we still have to work to release it, right? Because sometimes we just don't want to love people. All right, so I have one right. Well, all y'all know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, sometimes you don't want to, but, but God, God breathes. When he breathes, love comes out. And his plan is always better than ours because his plan is guaranteed. It's guaranteed, right? So we have to realize this. And this is the thing. Like some of us can't, I wrote, had a, have a note here. Some of us can't properly appropriate, appreciate, embrace, or enjoy the people and things we've been given here on this earth. It's hard for us, you know, to appropriate it right, to appreciate it right, to embrace it right, to even enjoy. You know, we talked about this the other week. God has sent us all these special people in our lives. Some of us, are, I, I can't trust nobody. You know, I, I remember we first moved, to, I first moved to Ohio. We joined the church. We joined the church. The, a couple took us out to eat, took us to dinner. And they were so nice, right? And I was in there the whole time, babe. What's up with these people? <laughs> babe, you just keep an eye on them, you know. <laughs> you know, because it, it was like overly nice. I was like, so what's the catch? Like, or they, you know, they want us to participate in some type of multi-level marketing. Like, you know what? Their ministry was when people came to the church to invite them to dinner so they could acclimate them to, the, so they, they, would, they would have a group of people they could be comfortable with. But, I, but you know, that, that Jersey eye, I was like, babe, babe, I don't know. I don't know. It's got to be an angle here. There wasn't no angle. So I wasn't a, Originally, I mean, we became good friends with him, but I wasn't appreciating what God was sending to me to make it easy for me to acclimate myself to that church. Like I thought it was a, uh, it was some type of hustle. Like when I used to leave Jersey and go, I, I would go like Georgia, someplace like that. Everybody was so nice, but I'd be looking at them like. So I had a friend, he moved to Stone Mountain, Georgia from, from uh, uh, East Orange, New Jersey. He called me up, he said, Keith, he said, it's a nice city, but you can't trust these people. I said, why you say that? He said, man, they're so nice. I said, man, you ain't in Jersey? That's how they are. But he thought it was like an angle, like, nah, there's no way all these people are this nice. This like the Stefford wives or something. These people got an angle. Right, but now, now see, so God has been sending what we've been requesting, but we've been alienating because we've been looking through the lenses of where we've been, not looking where we at or where we're going. Right? That's why some people haven't been all in. So how are we going to? If we can't properly appropriate, appreciate, or embrace or enjoy the things that God has given us here on earth, how can we handle 
all that's in store for us in heaven. So yes, some of us have accepted Jesus Christ our Lord and Savior, and that has afforded you eternity in heaven, but some of us won't even be able to enjoy heaven. Some of us are going to be having a good time. Some of us are going to be like, It's my mansion. How much it costs? Man, I'm not even staying here because I know I'm going to owe you. I don't want to owe nobody. <laughs> right? We're going to be tripping. <laughs> we're going to be tripping. And we're going to be in heaven. Right? All these relationships, people actually going to start appreciating for you. You'd be like, babe, they be blowing a lot of smoke. Be giving me all these compliments like I'm all that. I ain't all that. No, they actually, they're designed to tell you the truth. But some of us going to be second guess. We're going to be all in our head. Going to talk about they're going to give me this promotion. I ain't never been CEO or nothing. What I look like? What I look like? You're going to gain me talking about I'm be CEO and you ain't going to really pay me. Keep your CEO. But they're designed to give you the CEO position because that's what you really deserve. They've, God seen you getting less than you deserve. Now he's trying to give you what you deserve, but you're going to talk yourself out of that too. Because you're training yourself for it here on earth. Oh, you think you're just going to walk into heaven and all of a sudden your default's going to change? You're being trained now so you'll be able to handle heaven. That's why we're praying for it to be on earth as it is in heaven. I just pulled that from Wednesday. Pull a little Wednesday, little Wednesday shout out for the people. Shout out Wednesday, days of heaven on earth. Coming to a church near you. All right, so look at this. Look, look at this. This, this. this will confirm what we just said. Mark chapter 10. Let's go over to Mark chapter 10. Man, we got some guarantees. Jamal, what are we doing? What are we doing? What have we been doing? I don't understand. <laughs> Jamal said, what are you doing? What's wrong, man? Come up out of it. When my, my wife said at the funeral in Jersey, wake up. Look, she's just like, now nah, I'm doing a eulogy, right? So did you, we, we done praying and everything. My wife said, hey, you know Pastor Mel? Babe, I have a thought. Boy, she got that mic fire the Holy Ghost hit her. She's like, hey, hey, we need to wake up. Now we, you know, you know how she's all of a sudden holy indignation get in her. So she was kind of calm at first. Yeah, hey, you know, family, you know, what God's showing me, we just need to wake up. Then all of a sudden she's like, we need to wake up! <laughs> and the interesting thing, it hit people because later on they kept talking about, hey, wake up! You hear pop-ups all over, uh, all over the repast. Hey, you need to wake up! You know, people been uh, posting stuff, you know, so, so there's code words. So Sabrina, if you see something, you're going to see three code words. Transparency, no regrets, that was the name of the sermon, and wake up. <laughs> right? So that's what we do. Come on, man. We, we got to wake up. So, so uh, what did I say? Mark 10? Yes. Mark 10. And let's look at, man, I love this scripture. Uh, 1029. It says, Jesus answered and said, Verily I say unto you, there is no man that has left house or brethren or sisters or father or mother or wife or children or lands for my sake and the gospels but he shall receive a hundredfold look you uh, it's circled in my bible now in this time 
houses and brethren and sisters and mothers and children and lands. It says with persecution, look, and in the world to come eternal life. So it's saying now in this time and in the world to come. Did y'all read that? Why now in this time? So you can handle the world to come. Listen, think about the, use your brain. Use your brain to think about the maximum you could receive in this world. Just think, just sky's the limit. That is like a crumb when you're going to heaven. It's a crumb. So that's why God has said a hundredfold now in this time and in the world to come. David said, I would have given up unless I believed to see the goodness of the Lord from the guarantor in the land of the living. He didn't say in the, in the sweet by and by. Look, look, look. Uh, Jesus said, I can't that you might have life and that more abundantly. Now, do you honestly think you need all that abundant stuff in heaven? No, heaven is abundance. <laughs> and it's not about you. Your cup runs, runs over so you can impact other people. So, so those that, uh, you know, they, they, you know, you know, some people are really thirsty. So whatever you give them to drink, they're going to drink all of it. Some people are not really thirsty. So good, they could take some of their drink and give it to somebody else. It still works out. Right? But you got to see beyond some of the circumstances. That's what God is saying. Look, he says in 1 Timothy 6, 17, I've given you richly all things to enjoy. We talked about this Wednesday. You have all spiritual blessings in heavenly places. And this is the thing. Heavenly blessings are always beyond our capacity to control. Heavenly blessings are always beyond our capacity to control. So if you're controlling it, God has much more than that. It's all... Like you can't control fulfillment. And that's where I think the struggle is. We train ourselves to be in control. So even when God is pushing us beyond our control, where we would need God. We don't go because we go, I can't control that. But fulfillment can't be controlled. And you're training yourself to handle heaven because you can't control. You, listen, you got to be able to float in heaven. And God is trying to train you at a smaller level even though it may be phenomenal to everybody else, at a smaller level here on earth. So no, it's not about stuff, but it is about you being able to handle what God's sending you now so you can, I mean, imagine some of how we operate in heaven, like being in our own head, second guess things. Uh, like, like we can't take the too good to be true syndrome in heaven. You can't do that. Like, you spent all this time going through everything you went through just to go to heaven. Yeah, right. Oh, you, you got me twisted. No, no, no. I ain't going for that. I ain't going for that. I know there's a catch. Based on what? See, I'm going into heaven going, I know that's a guarantee. But I'm not waiting until I get to heaven. I'm trying to engulf and embrace everything God has for me now. And trust me, it is like, I'll be like, well, no, I'm good. And God was like, no, but I'm not. I need you to go there too. I'll be like, I'm good. God goes, I'm not. I need you to do that too. Say, like, well, God, that's going to have too much. That's going to draw too much attention. I'm like, he's like, yeah, good. I need you to be able to handle that. 
I need you to shine your light so bright, everybody in the room is, is, is what's that? And then I need you to show them me. You, you understand what I'm saying? So the guarantees is just making you more brilliant and more attractive to draw people to God. The Bible says, let your light so shine. So he guarantees when you shine that light, you draw people, people will come to you and you'll send them to me. But if you hide that light, there's some people that might not see their way out of darkness. If you limit yourself and go, well, I'm just going to talk to these three people right here because, you know, hey, you know, I'm trying to be there. Fine. Talk to them three people. But God has much more, much more people. And, and, after, and, and, and it, it can be overwhelming. I remember when I first started ministering, so I wasn't used to, because I was trying to be behind the scenes, I wasn't used to platform. And so then, when the Lord started really moving, people's lives was being impacted. It wasn't me, it was God. And like God was doing stuff without my permission. Like, I was like, well, no, Lord, just, just, just keep this kind of on low key. You know, let's say something to make them think, but let's not like really impact their lives. He's like, nah, I'm going to do what I plan to do through your vessel. Well, then I didn't know how to handle people going the compliments. So I was like, Lord, what do you do with this? You know, I was getting on people's nerves. You know, I probably still do. You know, glory to God, glory to God, glory to God, glory to God. This is becoming like a machine. You know, glory to God, glory to God, glory to God. Because we stopped talking about this right now. I would try to change the topic. And the Lord said, well, do, do me a favor. Operate as you are, as the audience. I'm the one doing it. You're just a vessel. So why don't you share how it's impacting you? So I start saying, hey, man, glory to God, man. That was powerful, wasn't it? <laughs> but not because I, because it was me. It was God. I mean, I saw what God did, too. I was like, man, oh, my. Did you see that? Like, I, be, I be talking to people like, did you see that? I was like, but you was the, I was like, no, no, no. I'm talking about like, did you see what God was doing? Like, that's awesome, man. Whoa, man, what an experience. So God, the guarantor, has a guarantee, and he's trying to do things through you. And it's going to, you're going to be more brilliant. And it's going to attract people to you. You're going to come from behind the scenes. Oh, look at you shaking. But be confident in this very thing. That he that's begun a good work in you will perform. He'll work in you to willing to do his good pleasure. Right? He guaranteed it. <laughs> just keep, just stay out the way. That's all you got to do, stay out the way. Don't get the big head. Don't get overconfident. Don't start drinking the anointing and the glory for yourself like King Herod and get eaten up with worms and you're fine right but just let God do what he wants to do alright so we'll end with this we'll end with Ephesians 3 man I'm so glad we have a guarantor I'm even more glad we got guarantees you know you could live a stress free life see it's a guarantee that God is working in him to willing to do his good pleasure. It's a guarantee that God will work in. You be confident in this very thing. Mm -hmm. That God that begun a good work will perform it into the day of Christ Jesus. Amen. Right? So that's what you need to be confident in. Right. The guarantor. Right. Not that guy. Right. <laughs> 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 Nothing personal. That's you know. <laughs> right? Because I'm going to tell you right now. If, you, if, if you're following her, she is not confident in Keith. She's confident in the guarantor. That's right. 
That's the key. Because I'm going to tell you right now, ain't nobody in this room better be confident in Keith. I'm not even confident in Keith. Matter of fact, I'm like, Keith, don't say nothing. No, you're going to mess it up, bro. Just shut up. <laughs> the Holy Spirit doing a good job. You can be quiet. <laughs> Ephesians 3. <laughs> That's true, though. That's the truth. That was a true statement I just said. Uh, verse 20. So when you're up here singing, don't be confident in you. You're going to mess it up. I'm going to tell you right now. You will mess it up. Matter of fact, spend the whole day and the day before and the day before that in God's face so you will not be here when it's time to do praise and worship. Because don't nobody want to hear you. We want to hear God. I'm not being sarcastic. It's true. It's, yes, they want, they, they like God using your vessel, your voice and your your eloquence and your octaves, but they really want to hear God. Amen. If it's time for you to preach, give you my secret. I spent all that time preparing, so I'm not in the way. Because don't nobody want to hear Keith. So what I just told you, the Holy Spirit tells me all the time, hey, bro, no, 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 no. We need to spend some time together because you're going to be talking. And then they're not going to hear what I want to say. That's the key. Is it, you, can know, you know a thousand scriptures, but if you saying them, people may be stimulated, but ain't nobody really listening. <laughs> Their heart's not listening. That's the key. That's why, you know, you see, you, you ever, uh, you share something with somebody be like, I know they was there. I know they heard me. Why do I have to repeat this? Because their heart wasn't listening. Right? Holy Spirit will penetrate their heart. So this is the last scripture here. Verse 20. Ephesians, I told you Ephesians 3, right? Yes. Verse 20 says, Now unto him that, that is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask to think according to the power that worketh in us. So our guarantee is God wants to do exceedingly abundantly above all we can ask or think. That's why I said if you can see it, God wants to do more than that. If you've done it, God wants to do more than that. Right? But you're going to have to yield to the exceedingly abundantly above all you can ask the thing. Some people stop at the exceeding. Like, I'm good. I'm good. But God's not good because he wants to let your light shine so brilliantly that you impact lives. So our encouragement today is to be still and know the guarantor. <laughs> right? 